0: Okay, we're in <coughs> and the Rebbe has told us something very, very important, and that's going to be the point that takes us all the way to the end of the Maimer. That the Kiddushi Yikari Shabbat in Torah was Hamshachas Atzmos into Torah, and everything else. Everything else is an expression of that. The fact that. Reality has changed. We learned yesterday, right, that dafka atzmos is that which can truly affect reality. Whereas Torah, Mitsad Chochmosa, is in a completely different place than reality. That's why Torah is gezer. That's what we'll see. That's why I was going to explain all three different, all three, he's going to say, they explain the, the three pshatim and the word lemar relative to the three different inyanim in Matan Torah. And now it's all Nevea, it all ultimately is an expression of the Chiddush Yikari that Atzmos was nim'shechint into Torah. So what we saw yesterday, we got up until the point near the bottom of the page where the Rebbe explained the union of the difference of Torah, the ability of Torah to be pale, And we explained that, but that's uh, four lines up in the bottom of the page. We explained that with the Marshall of the person coming to the intellectual conclusion that a rock should move, but that doesn't move the rock. Why? Well, because his Sechel and the rock are two completely different states of reality and one has nothing to do with the other and doesn't affect the other in any way, shape, or form, right? Not that seichel isn't interesting and I rocks are also, you know, just fine, but those two states of reality are very different, seichel and doimim. right? So if you wanted to move the rock You'd have to pick up the rock with your hands, which are a piece of deyme, or with a shovel, or with a tractor, or whatever you 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 would use to pick up the rock. Whereas once once the 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 source of that notion that that rock should move comes from Atmos, so then that changes the whole mitzvah of the rock, right? And ultimately, the, the, whether or not we see the rock move right this minute, that rock has to move at some point, right? That's the gezeiro milamailo. So whether it happens in Gullus or it be Mese Mashiach, that rock is going to be somewhere else if that's where it belongs. But that's Mitzaratzmos. Valderich Zeh in this way four lines up. Benegel l'koyech shenitel l'Israel l'ifsayk haloches. Also relative to our ability to be pesik haloch. Vaad to such an extent, to in in such a fashion that Kuchabrihu chiyek Kadosh Baruch Hu smiles. Gemara and va'amar You're right. You win. What do you mean you win? Oh, so we talked about this. We talked about this earlier, and the Rebbe was going to say it explicitly. That level of kuchabriko is not atzmus. So since the shorish of the yid that was pesach, the halacha is atzmus and the yid is paskening halacha based on the Torah, which is now imbued with the power of atzmus So that, that then. The level of kuchabriku, which is Chokhmah silos, has nothing to say relative to that state of reality. The Rebbe says that right here. We already talked about it outside. This ability of the Yid. I mean, the Yid is the perfect cleave for that Torah because the shares of the Yid is also hatsmus, And we'll see soon in the Mayim that the shares of the Yid is actually higher than the shares of the Torah. We know that. Right? So, which came first, so to speak, the Medrash, which we'll repeat when we get to that part of the Mayimah very soon. i uh, what the Reb explains, you know, talks about the fact that the Sharash of the Yid is higher. But even at this point, it's not so important that the Sharash of the Yid is higher, that the Torah and the Yid are, are 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 a perfect fit. It's out there, both of them are Musharash by Atzimus, they're sourced in Atzimus. But The Sharash and the Shama. I'm sorry. Vahagilu'i, the Shoresh HaNeshama, the revelation of Shoresh Shama, as it's sourced in Atzmos, Bra Shama Atzma, right, how does that, how do you bring about a revelation of the true source of the Yid, the true Matzias, the true reality of the Jew, which is their, their connection to Atzimus. Kamei Sheba as this revelation comes into a state of Meshocha, we reach the last page. kamav, and the is all the more so as as this state of connected dotsmus is brought about into a state of revelation in the neshom as it's in the goof. What is the vehicle for the revelation of all that? Who are you there, Torah? Now, even though, interesting enough, as we're going to see, the shurish of the Torah is not as high as the shurish of the as of the, of the yid. That being said, it's still the vehicle for the revelation of the neshom of the yid. Can't reveal it without Torah. So even Adam couldn't reveal it, as we'll see. Because right. the Torah that you and I have, he didn't have. That since the opening of the whole experience of Matantara was that word, Anechi, which is Rashi Tevas, Ananof, Novshi Yavis. A rengesh should have been Is given the Avichai gave himself into the Torah. He wrote himself into the Torah. It doesn't simply mean I myself wrote it, gave it. I myself am written into it and given in it. Meaning it's me. It's my A reis of b'richu Shehichnis that he. And cause to enter, so to speak, atmos into the Torah. What allows for that special and unique relationship that the yid has with the Abishter That's a function of. A pshat that we also saw, this was the first pshat we saw from the Rebbe Marash, way back in the Maimon when the Rebbe started quoting the Maimon of the Rebbe Marash. So Rebbe Marash explained, it was written in singular. Why is it written in singular? The Ebershtar speaking with me. Each and every Jew has a personal connection to the Ebershtar, and Yudke Vavke ultimately becomes part of their spiritual reality, their neshama, and their physical reality, their goof. Their goof looks like that. Their goof is a yud and a k and a vav and a k. And it's a dafka, kba me which is a higher level, etc., etc. Everything that we learned in Ice Gimel and Dalit. It's all coming back to roost. <laughs> Welcome back, Mishra. It's nice to see you. It's good to be seen. <laughs> You're right. They say if you've seen for 120 years, you'll have a long time. <laughs> the vehicle for the revelation of who we really are is the Torah. So therefore, and this is also an extension of what the Rebbe said at the beginning of the arts, therefore the Iker Hiddish is the fact that Atmus is 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 revealed in the Torah, because the Torah is the the the, the linchpin of it all. Okay, that being said, that the Sharish of Am is higher than the Sharish of the Torah, which we'll see in the next dice. Right. Next the next paragraph, not next nice. Right. And through his involvement in Torah in the proper way, the Rabbi doesn't tell us at this point what the proper way is, but he's going to very very clearly, that proper way is Bitl. Nim This is brought about this connection of the yid, this essential connection of the yid to the Abrahator, is brought about in the state of Gilui. V'yesh Let's see if we can finish the minor. before Shavuos. V'yesh leimer. Sha'in yid aneichiv That which we just said, aneichiv alek which is loshin yachid right? Iti ad imi had medaber. the the revelation of the essential connection of the Yid to the Abishdi. I was going to say something very wild here. you could say. Right? No footnotes. Yeah, a footnote, per footnote 63 is to another mimer of the Rebbe. the elokecho, the Israel, that reality, it's higher than the anaychi sheba t'ra. Anaychi is that ananaf shikos is y'avis. Anaychi imi hadibur madaba, right? It's, a, it's the, the, the Posuk means something else, right? Anaychi avay lo kechol So the, what the Rebbe saying you know, is Gimbal in the name of the Ramadash, right? That the, there's a medrash, right? That the, the Rebbe Ramash brought that medrash. He also brought another medrash, What Other medrash did he bring? Categories. Beautiful, right? Okay, the the three different levels of Eden the Zokin and the Nar and the Yellen, right? Oh, and what did that, so the, what did the, the first Medrash, what did it teach us? In the Shama. No, in the Mitzad Neshama. In the, Shama. the second, said the Guf, because those changes are Mitzat the Guf. And that was how we saw Yudkei Avavkei expressed in both the Neshama and the Guf. Yifeh. beautiful, right? I mean, it's, it's worth it when we learn some amazing ideas to remember the amazing ideas, why not? As they say, a zelbergelt doesn't cost any more. Okay, uh, right, so, so the Rebbe just said that the, 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 it's just an amazing thing to say, but then what? It's, the Rebbe's going to explain why and it makes perfect sense based on everything we've ever learned. That, that the aneichy of of imi imi medaber, which is a revelation of the of the essential connection of the yid to the avichar, is actually a more powerful expression of atzmus than aneichy of kosvis shikosviciyavis. Even though the only way that comes out, the only way you can express and bring into a state of revelation the aneichy of the yid is through the Torah, and dafka through the aneichy of, of the Torah. But which is higher? So the Rebbe just said the Indian nechilah kechloy l'mayla. Why? Can you do it? Shagam the Yisrael, b'atzmus. Even on the level of the source of the Torah and the source of the Yid, as they are in Atzmos, a sheresh <laughs> l'mayla, <laughs> a sheresh Torah. The shurish of the Jew is higher than the shurish of Torah. Where do we learn that? So we learn it from a medrash. Where else? <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, but, but um, the Medrash is that the, 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 the Pasuk says, Breshis Yisbara Elohim, base Rashis, the Medrash says, we've gone through this before, but it's worth going through it again, right, base ratios two things that are Reshis, two things that precede oh. the creation of the world, Torah Yisrael. so that's Breshis rab. that's what Rashi calls on Chumash. The, the Taner another Medrash, asks, which of those is first? says there's two first. Well one of them must have come f- before the other, so to speak. And when we say that, we mean one is for the means of the other, right? One services the other, right? The Meaning that whatever comes first is the ultimate purpose. And then that second mm-hmm. thing is obviously of unbelievable importance, but it, it, it exists in order to serve that first thing that exists. So mm-hmm. the Hanad B'Ale'au says which of those comes first. It says Yisrael, Shukosubutar, Dabra el b'nei Yisrael. The Torah says speak to the Jewish people. Who's the Torah written for? Jewish people. Oh, so what does that mean? I think we've talked about this, but it's still very important to, to appreciate it. What does that mean in Panemius? If the Torah is first, then, then what's most important to the Abraham to the is the Torah. And what are the Yidn? The yidn exists in order to allow Torah to be Torah. That's some I mean, simple shot, someone has to listen to it. There has to be someone down there who's gonna do what's written in the Torah. Okay, said it. so there's a yid. So what does that say about the Jew who doesn't keep the Torah? It's a of it a It's of no use whatsoever. Because the whole purpose of that Jew is to keep <coughs> the Torah. And he didn't he's not keeping the Torah, so <laughs> better he's not there just a waste. Okay, so what about if it's the other way around? The Yid comes first and then the Torah, what's the Torah? The Torah is that which is exactly what we're learning right here. The Torah is that which is the vehicle for the revelation of who the Jew really is. So what about the Jew who doesn't keep Torah? He's still that. It's just unfortunately not being revealed, but he's still that. He still is that that piece of atzmus that is the single most important thing in all of reality, in the universe's reality. Ah, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. Not to say that, that's really chaval. It's not that he's not worth anything, really. the word he's existentially worth what he's worth. But he is what he is. And what's that? Mushrosh right? batzimus. Aye, but he's supposed to express that in Elamazah, and the means by ex- of expressing that is through the Torah, which, so to speak, services him down here. Okay, but he's not doing that, so that's a big fisfus. It's my But he's still a yid. He's still that which he is. The other way you look at it is completely pointless. Because it's not about him, it's about the Torah. Now, down here, you and I listen to the Torah, it's not that the Torah listens to us. Even though we've learned in this moment there's a certain aspect in which we have Baylis in the Torah, because it, it, when we say we listen to the Torah, which Torah do we listen to? The one that we wrote. <laughs> Torah Shabbat right? I mean, we're listening to all those laws that Yidin learned from the Torah. Okay, that. But you and I, right? Who's boss? The Torah's boss. I don't tell the Torah what to do, the Torah tells me what to do. Okay, that's true. But what's the shorosh of me and what's the shorosh of the Torah? So we're both Mushrash and Atzmus. But ultimately, the Torah is that which allows me to connect to who I really am. That's why there's a Torah. And if there weren't a Torah, so then I'd still be who I am. It just would couldn't come into a state of revelation, which was the state of the others On the logic, uh, higher it is, lower it falls. Well, that's certainly been in this mimer. Um, um uh, yeah no that came up that came up earlier in the mimer yes i mean there's no question that the fact that the shoresh is is what it allows is what allows the Torah to affect the most mundane reality imaginable but the last thing the Rebbe said which we saw yesterday was that the the ultimate effect, and we just saw it again this morning, the ultimate effect of the Torah on reality is because the Torah is and now what does that mean? That means because atsmus is B'kol Manker. not that it came from a higher place and descended to, to a lower place, atsmus is B'kol Manker. There's no less atsmus here than anywhere else. There is less ak. Right? Because ak doesn't come into a state of gilui down here. Well, Auschwitz isn't about Gilui, so don't expect it to come into a state of Gilui necessarily, but it's here as much as anywhere else, and on a certain level even more powerfully, existence by virtue of itself. But there's no question that that idea helped us explain things earlier in the mind. the only certain things. The Rebbe was quick to point out. So the Rebbe says that the 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 of the yid is higher than the shadash of Torah. The Torah, even the Torah after Matan Torah, which means the Torah that's Mushresh and Atzmos, and that Atzmos has been a and shreiban and the rangi geben in the Torah. Why is all that? He b'shvil Yisrael. Why did he have to do all that? He did that for us. Right? Still, all still for us. Ela, and as we've been saying, shagilu da aneichi yelokechot. The Yisrael, that Gilui yi nimshach ha'yideh aneichi shabbatara. Now you notice, it's very interesting. Every time the Rebbe mentions it, well, to Yisrael, it's aneichi yelokechot. And when the Rebbe mentions it relative to the Torah, it's just a naichi, right? Because, well, and again, it's because of what the Rebbe taught us in this maim right? Naichi alokecha, that's adibur Medaber, right? And and is just Anadavshikos Vizyavis, okay? So there's these two different levels of atzmus happening. And one's shaykh to the Yid and one's shaykh to the Torah. The, the, the most important Kiddush is that it's imbued in the Torah because that allows for the Yid to reveal his atzmus. And the Bible's going to explain that. So through learning about things, we actually bring about a change in them. And, we, you know, we've talked about that in terms of our ability to change this piece of paper, right? This piece of paper no one ever learned of, so it could theoretically be put in the garbage. And we don't, but it could. this can't. Why? Well, because by virtue of learning, it changed the metaphysical reality of it. So we bring about a shinu shabaylim, so we can turn something into a piece of kedusha. So now the, the rabbis just took it a whole another step, right? We said this amazing chiddushim for Vav when we were talking about the three different levels in which in which Matan has affected the world. So the fact that Atzmos is Maluvish in the Torah after Mutton Torah, so that affects the Nois in the Torah, that affects the makabli Torah, that Torah, that's us, and that affects the Torah itself. And and interesting enough, that effect was mostly expressed within the context of the Torah's effect on the world. And the Rebbe said that amazing thing that after the Yevushter says le Leitigneiv, so then that doesn't just mean don't do that; it means you will not do that. And now that that becomes unnatural behavior in Elamaz. There's still Bechir Chavshis, so a person can choose unnatural behavior, but it's unnatural. It's not natural behavior. Okay, you can choose it. Fine. But that's not natural behavior. Natural behavior is not to steal. Why? Because the Torah says you won't steal. It doesn't just say don't steal. It says you will not steal. So change the reality of the world. Okay, so that was one step. Now the Rebbe just took that step into you and I. You and I, through learning Torah, have, have the same ability. Because that's what's been imbued in Torah. So therefore, all you day, Lima to tell you so, she that's with the But Dugma, similar to Hashinu Bailam, as a divas, baruch, just like the as of the Now, interestingly enough, the Medrashim that we were quoting regarding the word lemar talked about the, this interesting symbiotic relationship, this two, two-way traffic between what we say and what the Abster says. Mm-hmm. So what we say causes the Abster to say it, or what the Abster says is what we're saying, both. So in other words, there is some similarity of the two, so that's what I'm saying. The Abster says, sieg, that brings about a change in the world. You sit down and learn the Abster's Torah, you bring about a change in the world. Now, that change might not necessarily be something that's so obvious, yet. But ultimately, what's going to happen? Well, the whole world is going to change. It's called Mashiach. (coughs) What is it that ultimately brought that about? and mitzvahs. Our and mitzvahs is changing reality, so that ultimately reality will reveal itself in a completely different way. And we're very, very close to that, evidently. Kanalsivav min tera. That wants to make sure that you know that uh, he was quoting the altar Rebbe when he said that. Kyal mm-hmm. betera. By virtue of the, when, by virtue of Amisol involving themselves in tera. What are they doing? They're drawing a neichy into the world. A The neichy which is an andaf Yavis. That I'm a rangi shribben and a rangi in the Torah. Oh, okay. But what else are they doing? They're also drawing down the revelation of a nechialokecho, which is that the yid is mushush in in Atzmus. Both of those states of reality are being revealed by proper learning. And again, the Rebbe's going to explain the proper learning is based on Tan the Shani Mirasecha, learning a bit we realize it's the Hebrew Torah. And the, the the expression, so to speak, of Atzmus, which is the Torah, brings about a change in the world. And literally, we change the world by virtue of our learning of Torah and doing mitzvahs. We said also mitzvahs, right? Rebbe's focusing on the Torah now. If we can add, Right? We can add a, a, another explanation of the relevance of the change that's brought about in the world through our learning and our mitzvahs. And that, uh, that's relative to the drawing down of atzmos in the Torah mitzvahs, which is what, is, what this whole mimer is about. In order that the learning, the debor of Torah the Adam, should be drawing down atzmos. He's going to be in a state of Bittl. He mm-hmm. has to connect to the elakus of the Torah, not to... Not, has, what can happen? I have to turn Torah into my Seichel, or even God's Seichel. So it's all Seichel. So we say there, so it's holy and it's good, and, but it's not Atzmus. Right. I still I, just like we have is not to necessarily act in the the way that the Torah has designated as natural behavior for a human after Matan Torah, so too we have the Bikir is not to learn Torah in such a way that Torah is a function of Atzmas, that rather Torah is a function of Kokma. Even if I say the Abdiskochma. It is the Abstuskochma. Saidara. But we saw if it's chokhmah, so then it, it's it's limited in its ability to affect physical reality. Because chokhmah and the Rock are two different things. But if it's Atmos, so there's Atmos in the rock just like there's Atmos in the in, in the thought and in the in there's Atmos everywhere. The, the language of the Rebbe Atmos who the Language of the Rebbe. Valder Xerobanegal Kimitsmus. <laughs> Why are we doing a mitzvah? The average one wants mitzvahs. Aye, it, 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 it can be uplifting, it can be, it can be something that it certainly gives a certain structure to my life and etc. There's no question, 100%. Absolutely. There's all sorts of reasons in Gashmias to do mitzvahs. All right' I was having a conversation with one of my brothers about very old age. There's old age, and then there's very old age. So uh, we were zeichet to see two parents reach a state of very old age. So it's, um, it's just very interesting, the difference between someone who, for whatever reason, is fortunate enough to live a life of Torah and someone who, for whatever reason, doesn't live a life that's, you know, so obviously full, of, everybody's life is full of Torah Mitzvahs just because they're doing Mitzvahs all the time, whether they know it or not, but that it's something that they're conscious of. So if your life, and, and this that doesn't mean a person isn't doing good things, they're doing wonderful things, right? they're making a living and they're giving lots of staka and they're helping people, etc., okay, but if, if, if to a great degree their life is also very much the enjoyment they get from the golf they play, the tennis they play, the skiing they do, the, you know, certain physical activities that are very, very central in their life. And these things are not terrible things, okay. And they become something very central. And also that it will also include certain social activity in terms of entertainment and the like. So there comes a point in your life where you can't do that anymore. So now what's life? So if life is learning another Peji and another Mayrach Siddhis, and another Shachras, and another minh and another Mayrach, so when you're 97 years old, you do that exactly the same way you did it when you were 25. But if life is a, a very important part of life, is all of those physical things that a person might do to sort of enhance it all, and etc. well, those are gone. So now what do I do? Depression. What am I living for, so to speak? Yeah. 100%. Depends on the personality, of course. But yes, it can become pretty pushing nothing to do. Mm-hmm. If the main focus is on anything, gosh me, And at a certain point, the person can't do that. Now, hopefully, they live to that age. It's a bracha to live to that age, Okay. But as someone very old once said to me, they call it the golden years. The only thing golden about it is your pish. (laughs) (laughs) It's a rather (laughs) illustrative way of uh, very close friend, whose father lived to be 96, 97. So I remember, Yossel Weinberg, I remember, you know, he used to come visit his son, he was in his you know, early 90s. And he was up in the morning, in the mikveh, sitting and learning chassidus, he was on holiday, right? So I mean he was on holiday the last 20 years of his life, 15 years of his life, 10 years of his life. He would this for three, four hours, then you look daven chakras for another two, three hours. If, if what keeps you going is that I'm retired, I can now play golf every day. Okay, I can do that for the first 10 years. At a certain point, I'm not going to be able to play golf. Every day. As if, if I'm blessed with long life. So then what's life? Is it really getting to the point where I can play golf every day? Because I don't have to work so hard, why? You can fight with You can fight with your wife. But neither of you can remember what you're fighting over, so That's it's right. not the same. What did we fight about yesterday? I don't remember. Did we have a fight? I think. I don't remember. Write it down next time. You never write it down. I do write it. You don't write it down. Okay, and they start off, and then they're fine. Good. Write down what we were fighting about yesterday, so we'll remember. Let's leave on a tape machine. right you know, <laughs> It's just interesting, right? I mean, who are we really? We're really all this sell of course, that's what we are. The rest of it it's out there, But it's not what life is about. A person Classam retires so they can play golf. What a chaval. Go skiing. Tests. The beer by Shaichas the shiner by Elam Shinasay the lima the Torah Mitzvah to Adam. An extended explanation of the relevance of the change in the world that's brought about through learning Torah and Mitzvah to Adam. lam atzmos for Torah Mitzvah to the idea of the fact that the age to put atzmos and Mitzvahs and we saw that that therefore brought about a, a change in the world. In order that our learning, adam, how do we connect to atzmus through our learning of Torah and performance of mitzvahs? As we saw, So regarding mitzvahs, and the true expression of bitl, in learning Torah and Kim ba comes from what fact? It's something that we have to keep in mind. mitzvah The Torah is atzmos. Yes, the Torah is chachmoser. Yes, the Torah is ritzaynei. That's all true, but ultimately, after matntara, what's the Torah? Atzmos. And learning Torah with that in mind is a completely different expression of learning Torah. Now, of course i have to involve my seichel in it i mean you all know it's very hard work you have to really work very very hard just to understand what it's saying okay but when we're doing that what are we doing so there's the level in which we're trying to understand what it says and that's that's very that's a very powerful expression of me because it's my seichel okay and seichel pretty powerfully me and can be a very dangerous thing okay that being said if i keep in mind what i'm using my seichel to do is to connect to the Atzmus in the Torah, because a Neichir that Imi hadibur Madaber, the spoke to me, and not only did he speak to me, but he spoke to me mitzad my goof, and he imbued that that agilu of him in my in my in my goof, not just in my neshama, and the Torah is the way to bring about an, a, a revelation of that essential connection that we have with the Ebrister. so then a person it connects that's what they learning the torah but again that that bitle can only happen that comes as a result she torah of mitzvah she needed to be matter yishnam shoche satz wow the big explains the limud torah ki mamitzu shel aves the torah that the aves learned koide matan torah kavech veyda shel aves ad sherdish and that since there are veider reached only the highest level of Shurashanivroim, meaning they were the greatest expression of reality as it relates to Sayderish and Right? Because there was there was no revelation of Atmos yet. Okay, so what was there? and And they reached that level. These were very, very holy people so holy that 4,000 years after they lived, their children still relate to themselves as their children and relate to themselves as involved in their legacy, which is an astounding thing. That being said, their legacy changes completely at the time of Matantara. Let's see what the Rabbi says about that. Delegah that relative to that level of elokus that is the source of created reality, at silus, yesh tvsus makam l'nivrayim. there's, a, there's a, a state of reality of the created thing. therefore, bitl betachli. It's not absolute bitl. Why? Well, because in all fairness, they're connecting to a level of elokus that is Shayich to the existence, their existence, and the existence of the world around them. So things aren't in a complete state of Bittl. That's why, now you'll see, the Rebbe was going to explain this. Mm -hmm. Avram said about himself, I'm dust and Mm eifer, ash. Okay, expressing Bittl. Right? That's Avram Avinu's expression of Bittl. Okay, but was the Rebbe say? Shegam eifer of Afer has metzias, it's just not a metzias of hashivus, right? It's not something of importance, but it has existence, it exists. Other There's a whole diun and halacha regarding kiswi adam, can you do kiswi adam with Afer? must it be afar, etc., etc., et right? I mean that these things have existence, and there's halachas that relate to their existence. Now, their existence isn't an existence of chashivus. So to that extent it's an it's an existence of vittle but there's an existence so avram says and he's not saying i'm worthless he's saying the abish is what's important not me okay that's true Shigam eifu mitzias, but still mitzias. V'bitul shal de l'imut haTorah v'kiyum mitzvah shal matan Torah. The bitul that comes as a result of learning Torah and performing mitzvahs after matan Torah, bitul b'tachlis, it's absolute bitul. Well, Where there's no mitzias of the nivra, it's all abishdar, ainoid milvadei. There's nothing else, and that's b'dugmas a bitul demeshia. And that's like Meshia. What does Meshia say? Mekabel Torah, tichsi be'v'enachnu ma, we're ma. We're not. Not that we're something unimportant. Meaning, relative to a Kaddish Baruch. Not unimportant, again, not unimportant that, 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 that we don't matter. No, no. Meaning relative to a Kaddish reality is about him, not about me. Okay, but there's a me and there's a him and reality is about him and not me. Mesh is on a whole different level. Nachnuma. There's no me. There's just him. That's the bit of Atzmus. Isn't that what's so astounding when the altar Rebbe says, I don't want this or I don't want that gilui? So what the Rebbe explained to us, that if I want this Gilu or that gilwi, so I have a matzius and I'm experiencing unbelievable pleasure by the revelation of a matzius that's more more lofty than mine. Huh? I want atzmus, so I don't experience anything. There's no me there. It's not like I go, wow, this is really amazing. No? There's no me to go, wow. But it's Emma's. So that's what the Altar Rebbe taught us to want. That's what the Rebbe is talking about. V.H. He's saying it again here. How many times have we seen this in my mind? And it's so challenging. And that which every single Jew. Every Jew can come to this point of Bittle of Ma. Major benu's Bittle. Why? Well, because we're after Matan Torah. b'matan Torah, echo. siv gimel, siv What did Matan bring about? Matan brought about a state of reality where the yid be, 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 is connected to the Abishta. Ah, he can get in his own way, but if we just get out of our own way, so then mamela we're connected to to, to the Abishta. How do you get out of your own way by, by doing those things that the Abster asks us to do that are an expression of our natural reality. There's a lot of work to do to get out of my own way. It's not like I just sit there and don't do anything. To do a tremendous amount to get out of my own way. But it's all about, I just, if I get out of my own way, then what shines through? The Atzimus. The Atmus in me, the Otsmus in the Torah, the Otsmus in the Mitzvah. so astounding it, but it's 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 a lot of work to get out of our old way right it's not so simple but every yid has the ability to do that vavaya bamili and avaya bamili right when you spell everything with an Right? it's also us because when we say that we're Yudke vavke so we're every different level of Yudke kei even though the revealed level was hey, right? Because that was never shabamis. That was ban, right? Emilu hey. So there's hey, hey. Right? But 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 then that was ban, and the Rebbe explained that that was all about the emilu hey is the, is the, is shame ban, which is which is gematria behemah. So that's Shai to the goof, okay? But there's also shame ma. Same yutke vavke, can take the ban and turn it into ma. The miluy yalef va bitul shenasa yaday amshachas hatsmus aneichi lemayla miavaya. And the bitul that's brought about through amshachas hatsmus, which is the level of Anahi which is beyond the vaya, which is the level that's revealed in the goof, right? Yud kevavke. But tereh mitzur say lemayla gami a bitul imi habitul dema. We're ultimately in a high level, higher than the bitul of ma, because through bitul of ma is simply a bitul of is an expression of yud and the bittul through Torah and is an expression of Atzmus, beyond yud And every Jew shayatul. If we do a Mitzvah and get out of the way, just allow the Mitzvah to happen through us, so that level of bittul connects a yid to atzmus. That's why we talked about, you know, doing one Mitzvah, that's with the Altar Rabbi right, I don't want your Gan I don't want your el I just want Dicha line, right? What's the Dicha line in you? I'm not interested in any of the giluyim of all this, I just want you. What's you? The atzmos that's in the mitzvah, the atzmos is in the lima, the Torah. Rabbi says every Jew is shy to that. So we talked about, you know, putting on tefillin with a certain intention. It's just about you, this is just about the atzmos in it, it's not about me. Look at this, we're going to finish the mime. Gimel. Now we're going to tie up the three Pshatim in Lamar. Gimel in Yonim. They are consistent with the Gimel in Yonim. These three different levels. What, what was what was one of the Perushim That what? That our learning should be with absolute bitl. And what was that? That was tan l'shoni that I'm not saying what I think, I'm saying what you think. Right? I'm not interested in my sechel and my dibor being me expressing myself. I'm interested in my sechel and my dibor being me expressing you. Right? So that thing that people say all the time, which we try to avoid, I think... Right? Hopefully, if someone asks you a question right, about something, now obviously it <coughs> takes time and it's not that we remember everything, etc., but as time goes on, hopefully more and more the answers you will give will be, well, there's a secret of the Rebbe where the Rebbe explains that as follows. Because who are you interested in expressing? The Ebschdeva. who do you trust to express the abish in the clearest most obvious way the Rebbe okay so then if I tell you something that the Rebbe said so that's probably going to be the best answer to your question as opposed to well I think every now and then you teach someone Baruch doesn't happen in this class. It doesn't happen in this yeshiva. Well, I don't know. I don't know what goes on in JSP. You know, because I don't teach there. They don't trust me. But, um, <laughs> but um, no. I, it, I. You know, it's perfectly reasonable for it to happen there, and it should happen there, and it's good. It? Right. But um, it happened at CP. Well, it's interesting that you say over an idea of Torah, and someone will say, "Well, I think da da da." Right. So. It took a while to get used to it. You on. Know, you guys don't ask questions like that, right? You ask questions in Torah, not from the outside Well, This is what I think and that challenges that. Because in all fairness, if you're talking to a group of people like that, what are you interested in telling them? What you think? No, you're not telling them what you think. You're telling them what your, the best understanding you have when you're still a person and you're doing your best to understand what the Torah says. So it's not, we're not voting on this, I'm just telling you what, I'm doing my best to tell you what the Torah says about this. You can decide you don't agree with that, that's okay, but I'm I'm not telling you what I think, so you and I are going to have an argument as to which one of us is right. I'm just telling you what, to the best of my ability, what the Torah says about this. Whatever topic you're supposed to talk about, okay, fine. So it's sort of rare, this, I told you guys this story in Gemara, but I didn't tell it in, uh, I'll just tell it very, very quickly, that, that it, you know, it's so interesting, you can encounter Emma's and yet it just, you just don't get it. So someone will hear an amazing idea, and then oh, say, oh, but I think, it happened to me last night in class, that's why I'm thinking about this 18-year-old girls, so and the girl who always says this said this. Well, I think it was eight months, and still, I think, but we talked about the Hasidim of Raveli Melech of Lazansk. I'll tell it quickly because the two of you were in Gemara class and you've heard the story. But you could use a review of the story, it's such a good story. Last night I was teaching some girls who were in a Febrengin with my son on Sunday night. So I asked them, did he tell you the story about Raveli Melech of Lisanzka's Hasidim? They said, yeah, he did. Why did you tell him the story? He said, no, I didn't tell him the story. We were sitting in the same for bringing and heard the story. And I knew the next day, if he's for bringing, he's going to say over that story, because it's such an amazing story. Revely Melech of Lazansk was the father of Pelashev of so he lived at the time of the Altaret. So uh, it's a Talmud of the market, older than the Altaret. So uh, the Altaret was the youngest when uh, they, they, there was some Hasidim uh, of his who lived in a town and they heard that in a village or two down the road, there was a Yid who was very old, he was 100 years old, and he had met Revelli Melech. They were just so excited that he had met Revelli Melech, so they wanted to go see him. So they got together and they, 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 they went, his name was Shmerel the Eglon, he was an Eglon, he was a, he was a taxi driver, he had a, a horse and wagon. So they went to the town and they said, "There's Schmerl here." So everybody said, "What well, is no, Schmerl? Schmerl hasn't—he's a hundred years old. He hasn't driven—he driven, you know, hasn't driven. He hasn't has not had he has not taken people on his horse and wagon for years." Like, no, no, we don't want him for that. We just want to meet him. Fine, he lives over there. They go over there. They knock on the door. Mrs. Schmerl answers the door. Well, can I help you? We need Schmerl. He doesn't take people anywhere. anyway. No, 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 no. We just want to talk to him. They hear from the back of the house that Shmeryl doesn't want to talk to them. Fine. You know, for breaking this is a half-an-hour story, right? So, so then uh, the Shmerel comes out, and uh, they start talking to Shmerel. They says, Shmerel, you ever went in, in Lazansk? Lazansk. I was in Lazansk every Shabbos. I took people in my Agala to Lazansk every Shabbos. He says, well, when did you start driving in Agala? So I remember the person who told the story, Lazy this was the line he threw in. I don't know whether he threw it in or was, you know, he heard it. But when he heard the story himself, but, uh, so, Shmuel said, when did I start driving, uh, when did I start working on an agalad? The last time my Rebbe kicked me out of Cheder, I was 12 years old. <laughs> so, so then he went to work for his father, driving a horse and buggy. And he was, so then they said, and you're hundred years old? He said, no. He said, well, how old are you? hundred and ten. He said, hundred and ten years old? So you, for 80 plus years, you drove, he said, and you went to Lasayas every Shabbos. I took to so you saw Rav Melech? He said, no, never saw Rav Melech. I said, what do you mean, never saw You were in Las you never saw No, I would take people there, drop them off, go to my inn, spend Shabbos, Mezi Shabbos, said, take them back, or Sunday morning. I said, I never saw Rav Melech? He said, oh, once I saw Rav I said, what happened? He said, well, once I came out Meitzi Shabbos to find my horse in and wagon to take care of my horses, etc. And they were gone, they'd been stolen. So I screamed. So people came over He said, what's wrong? And I explained. He said, we'll go see Rav Melech. Maybe Rav Melech can help you. So I went to see Rav Melech. And I told him the story. And he put his head on his hand and he looked deep in thought. And he said, I think your agalah is behind such and such a house. If you go behind that house over there, you'll find your agalah." So they asked him, did you go? I said, yeah. I went. Was it there? Yeah, it was there. I said, wow. What do you think of that? So Schmerl says, well, I don't think he stole it, but I think (laughs) that he's obviously part of the group of guys who, you know, steal things like that. (laughs) People can sit in front of this. The holiest stuff imaginable and learn Torah, do mitzvahs, be, it, be in a yeshiva for bread. Just goes does it. I don't think he stole it. <laughs> He's standing for was the Melech was, 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 was one of the two or three holiest people in that whole generation. If it weren't for the Alter Rebbe, he would have been the Mashi Rabbeinu of that generation. <laughs> we'll say it's the Alter Rebbe. But say there's a lot of people who say it was Revelli Melech. Velhimelech was the father of Pele Shachsidus, pretty big thing. Sitting right next to him. He does a miracle for him. He tells him where his horse and buggy is. What does he see? Hey, I don't think he's a Ghanav. That's a great story. Unbelievable story. Such a good story. You can bring about that story forever. So you can hear an idea, and, what, and what's the response? Well, I think... That's Mamish like saying he's not a gunif, but he's you know, like I think. The people Baruma uh, Shalam are telling us unbelievable truths. Well I think. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Yeah, I mean the problem is that, of course they you know, when they're hearing those truths, so they're hearing them through the mouths of and I am not saying this is a state of false modesty, I'm just saying, you know, in, in truth, they're hearing them through the mouths of people like me who are not barumah them, just, you know, regular people. Okay, so the person might think that it's my idea. It's not my idea, right? And, and that I'm saying me just because I'm the one sitting in this room, but any teacher who teaches Torah, and hopefully teaches Torah properly, is trying to figure out what the Torah says, and it's not a matter of me saying shot. it's a matter of trying to figure out what the words on the page mean, so then, they're just a conduit for that gilu yatzmas. That's all. That's what they're doing. So, so whatever. I, hopefully, the idea they're saying isn't their own. It's it's the Rebbe's idea, or it's Rava's idea, or it's a Baya's idea, or it's the Ramban's idea, or it's the Shocher idea. Whatever it happens to be. And when the Shocher says his idea, he's not saying the Shocher Aruch's idea. He's saying the Eibisher's idea. And we trust them. We trust those people right, to tell us the truth. And and in all fairness, they're worthy of that trust. Those people. The people we trust—the Rabbeim and the Mishnayim and the Echrenim and the Amaroyim and the Tenoyim. the Amaroyim, you know, I mean, you get you get more of a feel from the from. I mean, every now and then there's stories about Tenoyim, but most of the stories about Amaroyim and the Gemara, and you, you get a, a, a better feel about the, the you know just how magical the Amaroyim are from the stories you hear, you know, read in the Gemara, and then, and then you realize, I mean, these people have an unbelievably sophisticated understanding of reality. But their physical life is so unbelievably unsophisticated. They're mamish, living in you know like stone houses with dirt floors. Maybe they have a stone floor, you know, if they have some money. Right? And there's you know there's no running water and there's no electricity and there's no showers and it's like you know this unbelievably what you and I relative to the life you and I have unsophisticated life in Gashmi's. It's just astounding, right? You know their feet are probably covered in dust from walking in their sandals in the street, right? And yet they're living up here in Ruchnius. But down here they're it's not like they had a choice; that they chose that. That was just what the world looked like then. You know, Seder. So the, the Rebbe gets in a car and you know goes to a house and turns on the light. Who a Different time, different people. But but it's just so interesting. You know, Rava. What did Rava's house look like? You know, I don't know, but it, you and I would go sugar living there, right? Okay, this is nice for a week. We'll go camping. Get me a shower. <laughs> Can't I have a hot shower somewhere? I, I'll put up a mold in the corner as long as there's like a corner. <laughs> like, I don't care, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's so interesting. We were talking about, Rabbi Silver and I, we were talking about yesterday because he, he was learning something while we were eating breakfast. He goes, these guys are amazing. So I said, yeah, you know, they are. But you, you know, it's so interesting. Their life was, the, the, the physical part of their life was so unbelievably unsophisticated relative to the life we live and their, but their life as a whole was so unbelievably sophisticated and godly. Just so interesting, the, the, the lives they lived, you know. You're learning by candlelight at night, you know, if you want to learn. It must have been freezing in the base medrash in Bavel in the winter. You know how cold it must have been in there? <laughs> learning away. Making Talmud Bavli happen. It must have been really hot in the summer. Oh, my gosh, it must have been so hot in those places. No one talks about that. <laughs> they just do their thing. Let's finish the mind. The perish be lemer shemamatan tara nischadish elim be tara shela adam miyeh betachlis a bitul. That's ba'efen the tad l'shoni mi'masecha. That's the second shot we saw. Ko'ena acher akeda. That's our talmatara's be bitul. Where's that come from? Hu mitzadah chidish shenaseh be matan and that's brought about as a result of the chidish that was brought about in matan tara, benegaila regarding the chidish by neis Oh, so there's the chidish in there's the bitl in us. That we can connect to atzmus. but atzmus is in the Torah, and that again that affects us, but that also affects the Nei'is in the Torah. How does it affect the Nei'is in the Torah? Let's see. Canal, Shamiti is a bitul the true expression of bitul in learning the Torah. Bar comes shibat and nitnu Then in the Torah that was given at the time of matn Torah, Yeshna m'shachas atzmus. is drawn into that Torah. That's a Nei'chi. Oh, so what's that? So the Nei'is in the Torah also. Changes, so to speak. Not a real change, right? But there's a kiddish. What's the kiddish? He answers us now. What did we say? He said that now Halakh is Shayak Tasna and oh so so to speak he's answering us. That's the sec that's the first shot that was brought. Right? But Padish Dalame or Shahadam Lame Terra Shahadam Halame Terah Amar Lakadish Bark Shi Yaksha Kabiakal Debah Shale that we say it and then the embuster answers us. Who the of That's that's mitzad how it affects us. so that's the atzmus given in Torah, and that's expressed by tan because you and I can connect to the atzmus of the Torah by by just saying over the words of Torah. So that's a Kaddish Baruch putting atzmus into the Torah that affects him. Right, what Then what affects us? That the Ebershter is answering our Torah, which means, so to speak, the Ebershter has given the Torah to us. He's emptied the vessel up there and filled up the vessel down here. So that was, we said in the Maimah that that was that we could pass in halacha, Baseder, but in the pshatim in Lamor, it's that now the Abister, so to speak, is, uh, not buttle, but you know what I mean, to us, meaning he's responding to us, because we're given bailus, right? <laughs> what was, they were given the ability? Leafful to to affect, so to speak, a kaddish Hu, That you'll say a word and the ebrish will answer. So the the atzmus in the Torah is expressed by the first thing tan l'shoni that we're saying over his words. Why? Because those words are atzmus. So that's and and that we said was the effect on the ebrish. now atzmus is part of the Torah. Okay. The second that, that, that we that we're affected is that now we become the baili on the Torah we said, and we can pass Kanalaq, as we said earlier in the Mayamar, that how's that re- represented in Lamar? That we can say something that, so to speak, causes a Baruch Hu to say the same thing that we're telling him. ben <laughs> So that's the change in the Torah, because we saw the Torah now affects the world. Those right? are the three pshatim. that he says are drawn down and affect basar in the in the ten utterances that brought the world into existence, which is the third pshat in in the Torah itself, that now, shei ma'shelas v'shelates ha'la oylem, it affects the world. And the Rebbe explained, that's miloshin hara'ah. It's the instruction for what reality is. Which it wasn't before. It was just Chokhmaseh, so to speak. V'yesh l'kasher zei ma'a she'amru v'zal e'en l'cha b'encherine l'mi she'isik but betalmah Torah, there is no truly free person, except the person who involves themselves in learning Torah the cave, and that since the Torah rules the world, the Torah defines reality in the world. When a person involves themselves in Torah properly, it's not shaykh, that something else should rule over him. The other, the opposite is true, he's expressing the Torah's dominion over the world. So then, but he's the he's the vehicle for that, so he has a certain dominion over the world, can bring about a change in the world. And from this individual that's relevant to that person, that through his involvement in Torah he becomes a truly free person. right? And when the Rebbe says that, so, what does that mean? The world can't... So the, the ultimate expression of that is that a person really... Even even if there seems to be some control, that's not real control, right? What did the Friedek Rebbe say? That we might have control over my goof, we have no control over my Meshav, You don't truly control me. Right? And it's interesting enough, whatever they told him to do, the Friedek did the opposite, to show that. And they told him to turn right, he'd turn left. They told him to stand up, he'd sit down. They told him to sit down, he'd stand up. Whatever they told him, he said they, they're evil, they have no metziah, so whatever they say, the opposite is true. That's how he had conducted himself. They beat the living daylights out of him. Okay. Not okay. And that's what happened in Gashmi Asposeda, but at no point did he let them rule him. Is that possible? Well, no. I. But it's not just the Rebbe, there were other, you know, a lot of the Hasidim, the Rebbe Shah and the Rebbe were able to withstand, even though they ended up perishing there, but they were able to stand all of the trials and tribulations of, of Siberia and, and kept their mitzvahs to the best of their ability in Siberia. Once some tefillin showed up, where Rav Mendel was, someone smuggled in some tefillin, so they were very, very excited. So... They realized they couldn't put them on in the barracks because the, the soldiers would be watching They're always watching for things like this so they would do it somewhere less conspicuous so they gathered around outside standing there and someone would be in the middle and put on the tefillin inside we couldn't you know there was a bunch of guys standing around but there would be a guy in the middle and he'd quickly wrap the tefillin say shema and take them off so Mendel was first they gave remendel the tefillin and uh Mendel rolled up his sleeve but the on like this, it was so cold outside, the leather snapped, it was minus it was what? Right. But to put on those tefillin, takes his arm out, right. and how cold that must have been, right. just wanted to do a mitzvah, right? The Russians aren't going to stop him from doing the mitzvah. One year he volunteered to help, the, the, at the end of the winter, so the, the, ships would start, the, the, the ships would start coming through the rivers to the camps. I mean, would, the, the railroad would work all year round, even in the winter. But in the summer, also, all sorts of supplies would come in the waterways. But in the winter, they were frozen. So the first boats that would come in were all icebreakers, and the icebreakers would break up the ice, and then other boats could come in with the supplies. So Mendel once, uh, at, the, at the beginning of the spring, uh, volunteered to help unload one of the boats, and he conveniently fell overboard. Right? So they're all freaking out. The man overboard, they have to get him out. So they pull it. There's blocks of ice in the water, right? There's this river that's been frozen for the last five months, and they just broke it up. They schlep him out of the water, and he's alive. And they, you know, they, 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 they take him wherever they take him, and they wrap him up in blankets and you know, change his clothes, wrap him up, they're fine. So he's fine. So so the, the, some of the in there, was really good First mikveh of the year. He jumped in. He made it look like he fell. <laughs> so they can control us to a certain extent, but only Berchitzani is not The only person who controls my life is me. If I want that control, I can let other people have control. As we tell that to children so often, right? Such an important message to tell your children: calmly, and don't expect an immediate response. But when uh, you know plony hits Almoni and then you say, why'd you hit your brother? He made me. What do you mean he made you? He called me, to, he made me hit him. Didn't make you hit him. <laughs> now, I understand what he did is wrong, well will talk to him, but he didn't make you hit him. Kids will always say that. He made me hit him, they'll always say that, right? He makes me really angry. No. Now, he's not going to get it, but if he just keeps saying it for 20 years, he'll get it. You just say it. You don't expect any reaction yet. But over time, he didn't make you mad. You made the decision to react with anger to what he's doing. That was your decision. It wasn't him. No one can make you angry. You decided to respond with anger. <coughs> you could just respond another way. No, that doesn't mean that what this person is doing is normal. He's a complete creep, and he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. Okay, I get that. Guy comes up with a hammer and and smashes your car window. What are you doing? (laughs) Okay, now, perfectly reasonable to get angry. But he didn't make me angry. I decided to respond with anger. That was my decision. Hmm. Because everything that happens is our decision. So how do I react? It's up to me, isn't it? If I see that the Abishur decide, I, I'm not so happy that this guy took a took a hammer into my car window. Right, I've better things to do than try to go fix this. But um, if we believe in the Abishur, it means the Harschkacha Prati is that for whatever reason the Abishur wants me right now to deal with some maniac who just put a hammer through my window. The Abishur put him there. He did it. He's responsible. Okay, so deal with it. What are you going to do? Is that hard? wow. Uh, in the heat of the moment, that's pretty hard, right? But if you're completely focused on what we're supposed to be focused on, then okay, we can do that. But that, not that if someone doesn't do that, always oh, just a low life and he doesn't believe in God. No, of course not. That's a that's a real challenge. What are you doing? <laughs> right? Driving also brings out the worst in us, right? So as we're driving on the road, we're busy screaming at the moron who just didn't. you moron? In our car, he can't hear us, right? Right. Also cleaning out your nose. Right. not aware of the fact that you're surrounded by windows as you're doing that at the stoplight. You know, people do strange things in their car. They think they're alone, you know? <laughs> so, right? So, it's so we can get, it brings out the worst of us. There's no doubt about it, okay? So it doesn't have to. Okay, let's finish the moment What's what's freedom? Freedom is seeing helicos and everything, and then we realized it, okay? I'm in control in how I respond. And that's the ultimate effect that we can have on the world. We can, man, change the world. We can bring Mashiach. That's the true Ched. Look at that. We finished right before... We don't usually do that. You know, it doesn't work out so well.